0: the two brothers review the podcast i'm reed turley and i'm um, ty turley the n- the new ty turley i'm turning over a new leaf what specific change are you referencing i can't tell you <laughs> okay <laughs> no it's it's the same old ty turley dang it
1: <laughs> this week we're going to be talking about the mark ruffalo r- legal drama dark waters Dun, dun, dun. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to give our, our pick for favorite Mark Ruffalo movies. Ty, what do you got for us?
0: Mark Ruffalo is an interesting actor because I, I do really like him and obviously you remember him as Hulk. But he kind of disappears into movies. or He's just like never quite the guy who's the flashy that you remember. Anyway, I'm going with Spotlight. I had a hard time remembering any of the Mark Ruffalo movies I could have said.
1: He's not really the lead in a lot of movies that I can think of. Yeah. But he is a really good kind of character actor, uh, so I, I thought of two Spotlight, obviously, because that's a that's a two brothers review all timer,
0: obviously.
1: Uh, but then also <laughs> um, Foxcatcher, the wrestling movie. But he just has a, he has a smaller role. It's mostly Steve Carell and ugh, Channing Tatum. So not yeah. I can't remember what he is in in um, Foxcatcher. He's the brother of Channing Tatum.
0: Okay, I don't know. Cool. <laughs> yeah,
1: no worries. Uh, well, let's talk about Dark Waters. Uh, so this, this is a pretty recent story, and I would say is dark. The tone of this movie, the structure of this movie, the, the title of, of this movie. movie,
0: it's all dark. It is. It's a dark movie. It's like, uh, yeah, it's not. Also, I, it's a crazy story. And, and we still have Teflon. I, that's what I don't understand. It is crazy. It made me f- so like sick about corruption. Yeah, about money and corporations doing anything for freaking money. Yeah, it it's it blew my it is a, it is a well yeah it's a great story because it truly blew my mind. Uh, I could not believe it.
1: Well, like they they said it a couple of times, but they make they make a billion dollars a year on Teflon, and to date they've paid out like six hundred and fifty million. So sure, it's like one year's profits, but. They're not going to stop. I mean that the EPA find them like sixteen million dollars. <laughs> it's like nothing.
0: Yeah, it's a good, uh, it's a good business for them. And it says something like every living organism on the earth has these PFOA, these um, carbon plastic whatever molecules
1: in them now. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So I mean, I think let's talk about the story a little bit, <clears throat> or the structure of it where. I don't know. Do you think he has a lot of very successful or very dramatic moments throughout the movie? Mark Ruffalo's character?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Wait, very successful or very dramatic are two very different
1: things. Uh, I guess I mean, like, the scene comes. The scene is successful, not the character. Like, did you find this um, movie to be moving? Oh, well, that's an interesting question.
0: Did you You must feel like no.
1: I guess I, I don't know. I think... The one really powerful scene that stands out is when he's interviewing or deposing the CEO of Teflon. And he gets to say, like, this paragraph and this paragraph. But a lot of this movie is just him looking through the boxes and, I don't know, talking to the farmers and figuring out the problems.
0: Yeah, Reed, that's what a lawyer does. It's a serious legal drama. (laughs) (laughs) But do you think that is good drama drama?
1: Well, he also meets Bucky at the gas station. Oh, I really liked that. That was going to be in my, what do I like about this movie? Oh, okay. It's the real guy.
0: It's the real guy. Classic. Um, I mean, I feel like, I, feel like there, I remember thinking in the movie there's a lot of points where it's, it is kind of uh, dud or deflated in how they tell you things. I remember when he gets the call and they're at the restaurant celebrating and he goes outside. I was like, that's I don't know, just show his reaction. or It just felt like a very kind of dead scene to me. It, but it does seem like this lawyer is sort of low energy, right? Well, Mark Ruffalo is low energy, so it doesn't matter what the original lawyer was or was not. You cast well, Mark Ruffalo, you're going to have a low energy lawyer.
1: But Mark Ruffalo is like turning it down. He's like, or he mumbles, he looks down. Did he give me, tell me the movie where Mark Ruffalo is turning it up. <laughs> I, think, I think that's just him, dude. Okay, that's how, that's how he does it. I think so.
0: All right. I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, he definitely kind of mumbles through things. The one I really did not like, the thing I disliked the most about this film was his relationship with his wife. Because it just seems like they always fight. And it doesn't give me like a base to build on where I can see uh, why they're together necessarily. And their interactions are always negative. But then she really defends him in the hospital pretty strongly. I just wish you saw more of her I don't know respect for him or the reason why she married him. And also the scene where she, the where he's looking for Teflon in the house at night. Uh, she just doesn't even listen to him. She would a human being would listen to her husband. She's hysterical immediately and never never really asks, "Wait, what's going on?"
1: Yeah, I was surprised Anna Hathaway wanted the role because I I don't think she she gets like a really dramatic moment outside of the hospital, but it doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't show their connection. I don't know why do you think she would take this part then?
0: <laughs> you know she hasn't made a movie in a while. I don't know. Who knows? It's the
1: money. It's the money.
0: Yeah, she's not, probably not doing it for fun. Maybe she thought it was an important social message and wanted okay. to be wanted to be a part of that. I don't know. Maybe she's got a thing for Mark Ruffalo. and
1: Always wanted to work with him. I get it. That high energy. <laughs> Give me a break. <laughs> okay, well then, how I don't know. How about the story or the social impact of this movie? Well, I don't hear a lot of talk
0: about it. It kind of had a small opening, and it's going to fade to oblivion pretty fast. It seems like so. I don't know. I have I haven't heard, you know, I haven't I don't see New York Times articles where they're saying, "Can you believe the true story behind dark waters and what are we doing
1: about it now?" But is that because I don't know, like 6 years ago, all these articles did come out about it, and it didn't change people's minds? Like I don't know, if you don't live next to the Teflon plant, maybe the ability to cook eggs without them sticking to your pan is worth it. Well, for me,
0: I don't know. I don't know how much we want to talk about this but for me the thought is I already have those carbons in my body it's too late to stop that so I I can't make a difference to myself or to the world at large so there's no point in really trying I do wish I do wish my government that I pay to do to manage stuff like this was making sure that that all their externalities were internalized <laughs>
1: Yeah. I, it made me feel like DuPont is just an
0: evil corporation. Yeah, it kind of impl- implies that 3M stopped, right? I think so. I can't remember exactly. But, yeah, DuPont seems evil. Um,
1: I'd go there. Well, like, they, they they get the state of West Virginia to change the legal limit during the lawsuit. They cover up all the stuff. They don't self-regulate or, self- or report to the EPA. I don't know. Maybe the world's it, just dark. Well, it is crazy,
0: right? Like, why? why it, yeah, why don't the people in that situation just say, all right, we're just going to earn less money? I don't, I don't understand why people don't say that.
1: Or why aren't there more whistleblowers in these companies?
0: <laughs> more of the, the buyout. The, um, yeah, because there's a lot of scientists who knew about the results. Right. It's just self-interest or greed that stops people. Yeah, the benefit of doing it is small and spread over a lot of people, and the cost of doing it is very high and just to you, so you don't do it.
1: I think we make a Tarantino-style movie where someone gets a job at DuPont, works there for 15 years, and then publishes everything. Intentionally as a mole? Yeah, as a mole.
0: (laughs) Can it be uh, Noah Baumbach-style?
1: Oh, just really soft and internal dialogues.
0: About a, anyway.
1: Well, I guess I really just meant the sort of altered history.
0: Yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah. You mean one where he shoots the executive suite?
1: Oh, yeah. Just lights it up.
0: Lights it up.
1: All right. Are there other things for this one you want to talk about you liked or didn't like?
0: I was put off at first by the farmer, but by the end of the movie, he was endearing. The actor, I mean, that the portrayal of that character.
1: I don't know if I understood the first, like, five things he said. <laughs> Which is pretty awesome, right? You don't get to hear that West Virginian accent very often. No, he's just so gruff.
0: Yeah. But so sad. His story's so sad. Wouldn't you move? Oh, I would. Read, yes, of course. <laughs> but people aren't like, I mean, we're, you know, we're raised in a certain way. it's not like what they're going through, That's sir. Yeah. There's just in different cultures and different social groups in America or in the world, your home is really sacred and important. And you just, out of almost pride, you'd stick to it.
1: Yeah. Okay. I guess I think we didn't, and we talked a little bit about the government corruption, but I also think just sort of the community ostracizing anybody who is involved in the lawsuit would just be so challenging
0: yeah, and th- but also uh, nuts that people would react that way, too. I mean, they're trying to help them, and they get angry.
1: Yeah, because if their income is working at the DuPont plant, they don't, they don't want anything to jeopardize that either.
0: Yes, they would. Wouldn't, wouldn't they if they knew that if DuPont was straight with them and told them the truth, would they still want to work at the plant? We want, you, you can work at our plant. We'll pay this nice salary, but your children will have birth defects. I doubt it. I doubt it, too. I hope
1: not. Well, I mean, they even told the story of them realizing it affects pregnancies, pulling all the women off of the line. Someone gets born with a birth defect and realizing that they're liable if they can't prove why all the women got pulled off. So they put the woman back on the line.
0: Yeah. Awful. I
1: don't know. Maybe there's just no justice in this world.
0: Yeah. So he's mentioned Bucky. What did you think about having the real lawyer and having the reveal and the later that he was in
1: the background of one scene? Oh, I like that too. I think that's fun. Yeah, it's kind of fun because he's not like a big role. Like you don't, you would never think of that actor. It totally could be an extra. Does he even say words? No, I don't think so. They're just yeah, he part of the extra. conversation. He gets pulled away from. Yeah, what did you think of
0: how consistently the boss of the law firm was played? I felt like he went back and forth. He has that kind of amazing scene where he says all of us should be outraged, but then he's also constantly kind of negative and down on, um, Mark Ruffalo's character.
1: Yeah. uh, Tim Robbins is playing that role, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I think he does a good job in that dramatic scene, that moment of kind of outrage. And always does give him the approval to move forward on on those lawsuits, but you know, I think they are a conservative, pro corporation law firm, and it probably is hard for him to support that or justify that to the partner level. I don't know, you think he flips back and forth too much? I just wish I could have seen it,
0: seen more of both feelings in the other scenes. So maybe in that rah rah speech some acknowledgement or element of him having doubts about it or him knowing that it's hard for the firm and yeah, it's going to be hard. We have to sacrifice. I don't know that even that's wouldn't be quite good enough. Cause it has to be some self-awareness that he realizes that he's not always as supportive as he could be
1: at the, ho- in the hospital
0: scene. He figures that out, right? That's yeah, that could, we never see him after that scene. I don't think.
1: No, we don't. It kind of very fast wraps up and goes to the, the point of um, all the exposition at the end about what's happening.
0: Yeah, I just think, exactly, that. that's an example of, had we seen him after that hospital scene, it might show some some more about why he does what he does or make it seem more believable that he toes both lines. As it was, I was kind of like, "What? what's his deal? I don't... Yeah. It didn't seem like a real character grounded in some point of view that he was consistently stuck with.
1: All right, what will you rate Dark Waters out of five? I'm going to... Oh, man. What's up, dude?
0: I thought I knew, but now I'm having doubts. Wait, let me... You say yours first. I don't want to anchor you. <laughs> well, I have two options in my mind, so... Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. I'm edge my seat. I'm going to go with three. It's, I don't think it's that good of a well-made of a movie, but I do think it's worth seeing.
1: All right, I'm going to give it a two. I, it was hard for me to engage with this, and yes, probably an important story, but also they it, it left me feeling pretty depressed.
0: Okay. All right. All, okay.
1: <laughs> what's, uh, what's another thing that you've been watching, reading, or listening to? Have you watched uh, Grace and Frankie? Never.
0: Do you know what it is? Yes. I don't know. Is it good? I'm not sure. I've watched six episodes. (laughs)
1: So good enough, I guess. Good enough.
0: I'm totally on the fence still.
1: Uh, Okay. Um, This one might be a little bit specific or tough for people, but I've been playing the game Zelda Breath of the Wild uh, on Nintendo game
0: with Zelda in it,
1: but it's pretty good. I like the kind of the graphics and it's an open world where you're exploring around and you can just kind of go wherever. It's not so linear um, and find different quests to take care take on. Okay, nice. So that, that one has a high startup cost. Maybe less than flying to New York to see one of Ty's plays that he recommends, but still pretty high.
0: <laughs> if anyone's coming to New York, Wheel of Prob, my improv shows this Thursday at 9.30. See you there.
1: And if you're listening to this after this Thursday at nine thirty, means the second Thursday of each month.
0: Yeah, second Thursday of each. Whoa, second Thursday of each month. Yes.
1: So maybe in January you could still catch it. Definitely. All right. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Two Brothers Review the podcast. I'm Reed Turley. And I'm Ty Turley. And uh, everyone,
0: everyone, email Reed. To uh, lift his spirits <laughs> after, after dark waters.
1: Oh, that's okay. I'm feeling better.
0: Oh, you're feeling better? Oh, man. Things are Email me, because I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.